0: Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Priya Rao, and here with me today is Dr. Dennis Gross, the founder of his namesake brand, Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare. Hi, Dennis. How are you?
1: I'm actually great. How are you, Priya?
0: You know, I'm so excited to be doing this with you, Dennis, because I think I've told your team multiple times that I've been dying to get you on the show for, I would say, probably four years, and you are actually my last guest. So I feel like this is such a treat for me. That's
1: great. I'm excited, too. Lots to talk about.
0: I know. I feel, Dennis, like, you know, Carrie does a lot of the talking, your your wife and and business partner. So I feel like our listeners will be in for a lot hearing from you directly. So I guess to get started, Dennis, you know, you're one of the original dermatologists turned beauty founders. I would argue maybe one of the first that, you know, really made it big. But when did you decide to become a dermatologist? Is that something mm. that you wanted to do as a child or something that you kind of grew into?
1: I never planned on anything. I just followed my my interests and my passion um, and my heart. So I was always a science person. That was the most important thing. Um, and I just became fascinated by cells. I was one of those geeky kids who didn't read comic books. I read Scientific American And I then actually um, became very interested in in immunology and in cancer biology. And I was actually a a skin cancer researcher in in melanoma here in New York City at at Sloan Kettering. And then from there, um, I learned about the science of skin cells and I learned about how to make them happy and um, make them better. Um, I learned about chemistry and that's where I started to learn about products and ingredients and mixtures. And I also learned about Um, how skin cells behave. And i started to want, I love to be with patients. And so I became a dermatologist who then um, had incredible things happen. Like I I started seeing skin cancer patients. I started doing cosmetic procedures. I started creating and innovating new science that I contribute to the industry and created state-of-the-art things like alpha beta home peels. Um, And so here we have it. Now I'm still a practicing dermatologist in New York city and I'm doing all the above still. So it's been a journey, just following my interests.
0: When did you know as a dermatologist that maybe the formulations that you were creating for patients could actually be sold to the masses? You know, I always remember in my own dermatologist when I was a child, like, you know, here's this custom formula I made in Laredo, Texas from my dermatologist. And I think a lot of dermatologists do that for their patients, but you obviously took it to another level.
1: Yeah. Actually, it was based on pure results. It was just something that um, I literally started mixing ingredients and formulas um, in my office and gave it to patients. I I developed a professional peel, professional lunchtime peel back in the day, where you had incredible results um, coming into the office and no downtime. I'm a big believer in no downtime. I think that's counterproductive and counterintuitive. Uh, So the the professional peel I developed. Uh, gave incredible results and people just left and other friends saw them, said, what are you doing? And patients started coming to see me uh, even more. And then I had the idea of giving them a take-home product that they can use every day to supplement the professional. And that's when the magic happened because when I developed that product to use at home, people were just coming to my office asking for it. I never even met. Um, and I realized I literally went home one day and said to my wife, Carrie, I said, I think we have a business here. I think we have something that people will buy, and because they're asking for it, and, and this has been a test run. And so I had no uh, ego involved. I just felt like, you know, this is working and this is something breakthrough. And I knew it was breakthrough. I knew I had a scientific breakthrough. I actually patented it. Um, and there you have it. Um, that, that that's when this became a skincare product a skin and then it became a business and i just stuck in i stay in my lane i develop products and teach i interface with the press um and that's really it so it's been quite a journey
0: do you remember what that first product was
1: it was the at home daily alpha beta peel the two step system on pads where you have step 1 wait 2 minutes apply step 2 and that's still the pre- the signature product of the brand that was 20 plus years ago and it is now the number one selling peel in the world um it is you know i taught the industry how to get immediate and long-term great results without a downtime and that was um what i actually learned as a as a, as a researcher um that cells are very temperamental they're very fragile so to and I to this day I never offered Fraxel in my practice that invasive laser I don't do I don't do anything invasive um, my expertise is getting great results with products with no downtime and now specifically um, without injuring the moisture barrier that's the that is what is really the key anyway all these concepts applied. Um, Are at work in my products.
0: Take me back a little bit, because that those pads, those um, that product is still an iconic product today, like you said. And I don't think, from what I know, that the formula has really been tinkered with for almost twenty years. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's really not to mess with perfection. Skin hasn't changed in in that in those years, right? So why should the treatment? You know, it's human skin is still human skin, Um, and it's something that. is really, you know, it's very easy to use the alpha beta daily peel, very, very easy, but a lot of science goes into that. I, I basically, um, you know, I formulate, but I really engineer these products because there's a lot of moving parts in terms of what all the ingredients are doing for the skin. And that's key. Um, there's lots of ingredients. For example, it's a family of alpha and beta hydroxy acids, multiple acids, each By the way, at lower concentrations, but add it, add them up. It's significant. But that was a big breakthrough. From I do research still, you know, in development of products and and new innovations that uh, are still changing the landscape. Um, But that was a big discovery that the skin likes lower concentration of multiple acids rather than using one single acid at high concentration, and that was one of the big breakthroughs. And by the way, at the time. And today, here we go. History is repeating itself. The world is thinking more is better. Highest concentration is more for my money. I got to go with high concentrations. And in fact, now people are starting to think that it's okay to get red and irritated where now my motto is red skin is a red flag, not good. <laughs> um, so that was part of the engineering. Also the two steps, you know, that it was. it was really about having the client apply it Wait two minutes, just like I do in my office, and then neutralize, shut the acids off. That's your safety valve, and that skin, that the, the skin loves that. So that was the state of the art then, and is today. And some I have I have modified it a bit, but um, as innovations come along, but that's that's still the, the the crux of it.
0: You mentioned that you came home, you talked to Carrie, your wife, and said, "I think we have a business." What did you do next? You know, you have this idea, you have this amazing product that you're already making. I mean, what was your next thought? Were you thinking like, okay, now we have to find retailers, or I have to make more products, or what was the plan in those uh, early days?
1: I remember them well. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, the plan was um, creating a company, investing. I had the I had the guts to, you know, have the confidence to. Um, Take my savings and create company, hire some people. Um, and then we started um, and, and simultaneously, we've um had great interest in the retail world. You know, Nordstrom and, and Sephora have been our partners since the beginning. And it's it was something that when they tried it, you know, it was that simple. This is a product that sells itself just by using it. That's it which I love, by the way, because my motto is I don't sell, I teach. And we just say, try. It. We went. I remember the meetings we had, the preliminary meetings, people tried it um, and were literally looking in the mirror as they applied it and talked about it and liked the experience. And it was so unique and novel. Wow, this is really doing the treatment, not just applying a cream anymore. It's a different thing. Um, so they were, they were doing it and saw the results and fell in love with it and basically signed us you know it was, it's like uh you know there's it's like i love um this guy um this this um bob dylan is a great rock artist you know rock, bob dylan w- really when he auditioned uh for, for the record company to see if he could get uh a, a recording contract they signed him on the spot sitting on a stool. Um, And uh, with his harmonica and his guitar, and boom, he walked out with a contract. Sort of same thing for us. You know, that's how it went.
0: You're the Bob Dylan of beauty. You're the Bob Dylan of skincare. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: was good.
0: It's amazing that you're saying how quickly and how almost easy it was for Nordstrom and Sephora to come along. But tell me a little bit about fostering that relationship. Because obviously, you had to create more products and more innovation what was that like? And what is it still like?
1: Well, here's the beautiful thing. It's mutual respect in that um, they immediately encouraged me to continue to formulate. And I have had and have tons of ideas. So they, we had to have a plan. And also, um, we had some insight into what the retail world wanted, what the industry was where the white space was. Um, And so we really filled it constantly with innovation. And that's really the key. That's what the signature concept is for Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare, is we are not just coming up with Me Too products. It's all about the, the next state of the art. Innovation with technology. And these products really are, they're advanced products. And I see it as no different than the advancements in technology. Every, the, const, the word, the phrase, state of the art, what does that say? It says that we're in a dynamic changing landscape for products, for cell phones, for technology in general, and you are constantly seeing new advancements applied to the products you use. That's, that's my wheelhouse.
0: When you were starting out about 25 years ago, were there other doctors that you knew of that were also following the beauty brand playbook?
1: There were other doctors. um, And here is the big difference. There is this concept to this day, it still is a concept, of contract manufacturing. So there are industries, there are manufacturers, there are companies that create vats and vats and vats of of different moisturizers and serums, et cetera. And then they sell to companies um, and doctors at the time who put a label on it, their own particular label, and called it their own. Right. So that was. I'm glad you're asking that, Priya, because I totally um, forgot about that. But that's what was our that was our competition in in the with dermatologists who or doctors who wanted to create a line. It was not innovation, right? And I was the first person, and I think to this day still actually who has a real um, duality to my orientation and formulas in that I'm a practicing dermatologist. I'm seeing patients' skin every single day in my office here in New York City. And I learn about what's needed. I see what's going on with people. I understand there's redness as an upsurge, for example, or, you know, there's, um, there's a, lowering of the bar in terms of wanting younger skin. Creapiness is my next new thing, by the way. I call it the crinkle before the wrinkle. I'm totally on it. I discovered this in my practice. There's a little crepey texture to the skin that happens before those fine lines happen. By the way, what is that? A loss of collagen. Totally on it. I've developed products for the entire spectrum of anti-aging. So unlike people who would just take a product, slap a label on it, I was constantly innovating. So I still do that. And so the landscape then, to your your question, um, I had no competition because I was both a dermatologist, seeing patients, and I'm a scientist. I'm a biochemist. And I've had some great professors in my life. And to this day, I I went out to dinner with a friend of mine who I used to do the research with um, back in the day, just last night. And we were reminiscing and I had a professor who was a Nobel Prize winner, okay? His name was Max Tischler. Look him up. And he was my professor and he got a Nobel Prize for developing an antibiotic in the Second World War that literally was responsible for saving millions and millions of soldiers' lives from things like um, uh, bacteria that happened in the trenches, in the awful swamps and the conditions that this, that dreadful war produces. So he developed an antibiotic. Back in the day, won a Nobel Prize for it. And he was my professor. He was my chemistry professor. And he, I got an A in his class. and I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this. <laughs> um, and he looked at me and he put his arm around on my shoulder, put his hand on my shoulder and said, you got it, kid. You're going to make it. Just follow your dreams. And it was like, oh my God, this Nobel Prize winning professor. Um, I went to Wesley and, and the university literally, quote, stole him from Princeton, um, made him the head (laughs) of the department. Um, And when he said that to me, I said, okay, yeah, he taught me how to be creative in science, which is different. You can memorize science, but that's not what they taught me, what he taught me. Research teaches you how to be creative and how to invent and how to take something that we know, add to it, and Change it and now create something we didn't know today, here, and now. That's the that's the crazy journey I'm on.
0: How do you feel today? Because there are so many dermatologists trying to become brand founders, and they're coming up on TikTok or, you know, Instagram. Some of them are dancing, some of them are not. What do you think the climate is like now?
1: I think it's kind of preposterous. Remember, look at me, right? I'm, a, I'm an academic, right? I'm not, you know, going to dance. By the way, I love dancing. And Terry does want to show people how I dance because she thinks that's an embarrassment. But <laughs> I like dancing and I do dance. Terry and I dance right here in the living room. Um, anyway, so, um, but, you know, I think that I had another interesting interaction with a person um, at a major company who was my patient. And he really, really adored how, he's an older guy. Um, and, and he came to me He's a patient and he was always fascinated and encouraging me. He works for a major, major company and he encouraged me. And he said, he said one thing to me, he said, skincare is serious business. People take skincare very seriously. And that was good news because that was my calling is to get results. I'm all about results. So. I didn't do the fancy packaging. We want to keep our prices low and not like create these. And also people are looking at packaging and loving it. And to this day, you know, pink bottles and blah, 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 blah. It's just like crazy goofy stuff. But the day at the end of the day, people want to see incredible results. So they're buying products from people, yes, on TikTok, from, from other brands and dermatologists who are trying to you know, relate to the to the consumer, you know, in ways that are totally not like based on professional skills and expertise and science and results and dermatology and all that stuff. So um, at the end of the day, you know, if people start to use a product and they don't see results, they're not going to buy it again. And that's my motto, right? is if you're not better in a couple weeks, that's not going to get better. It's not going to improve. so We have incredible brand loyalty because we get results. And so, you know, I call it the merry-go-round of discontent. People buy one product, they not they're not happy with it. Ugh, I don't really wish. I wish I didn't buy this, but you know what? I bought it, I got to finish it up, I got to be disciplined, I got to use it up. And when I'm done with this, I'm gonna buy another one. So we are constantly picking up new, new consumers who are unhappy with the products they've been trying, and they land on us and Our science gets you the results. No matter if it's hyperpigmentation or pores or acne or radiance and fine lines and wrinkles or you name it, we get the results for your intended purpose. And they are staying with us. They're loving us. You know, I mean, we have our latest vitamin C lactic line. Um, We are already like blown away with with five-star reviews, 4.5 to five, you know, right out of the gate. Um, We know it's a great, it's a winner. Technology for that product line is brand new, incredible stuff. We have just put new life into vitamin C as if that was like, had it seen its, its day in the sun, it was over and done with. No way. It is an incredible ingredient. It just needs new science. And that's what we did. Bottom line is, um, sure, all the competition, they can dance all they want and have <laughs> you know, influencers and, and all this stuff. But stay tried and true to your cause, I believe, and get results. That's gonna, that's what's gonna win the game at the end for us. And it absolutely has. I mean, our our growth is colossal.
0: We'll be right back after this message. Talk to me about that growth, because I remember. Right around when COVID started, I think it was estimated that you guys were doing about hundred million dollars in sales. You got new investment, not just your own savings account um, that you started out with in twenty years ago. And now you're plotting a global expansion. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: As we speak, Carrie's in Dubai right now. After that, she's going to Istanbul. Then she's going to Europe. Just came back from Asia. Next year, I'm going to Asia. Um, and it is an absolute incredible new thing, which is, once again, I think the, the, the world wants legitimacy. they That's what they believe in. And I think that our story and just our identity is clearly um, serious and results. And we teach, we tell people what they need to do. And so right now, there is no barriers, you know, that we're being asked, and by, hey, by the way, this is where my, um, I, step, I stay in my lane. I don't really get involved, but I can tell you what the company's doing business-wise is, 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 um, is, is trailblazing new markets internationally um, because they are really ready for results. And they, we already have the reputation and there's no um, having to prove ourselves. It's, it's, it's really been something. So now, yes, we have partners um, and they are helping us with the business concepts and launching and EBITDA and out of budget and all this stuff that I'm thrilled they're on my team. Um, I'm thrilled that we are getting this recognition and this is an exciting, this, the excitement has not stopped for us. Um, and so it's it's all based on results. It's all based on science. And I have the, the, the great fortune of having an incredible team, each of whom are experts in what it takes to grow and expand. And that's why we're doing it, and that's why it's very exciting and very successful.
0: Was that investment with Main Post? really about global expansion? Because it seems like you could have probably gone to India or Dubai or, you know, Asia much earlier, but this seems to be a very measured approach.
1: Measured's the word. And, you know, there is a science to business there, and I think there's a lot to, to it. And you don't want to grow too fast. And, and here, everything I'm saying to you by the way, I learned. I didn't go to med school. Max, Dr. Tischler did not teach me this. Okay. <laughs> um, and I didn't know this, learn this in my test tubes, but now I do understand it. And I just can tell you what, you know, I've, you know, for example, and I am involved in the business. I attend every board meeting and um I'm I'm learning. And here are some of the key things. So, what they're helped us with is things like um. How to back your key, your key products, your heroes, for instance. How to think of a, a products and B products from a commercial point of view. How to create new franchises that are launched. How to create new marketing. And they're just, this is, but the first thing they did was help us build our own infrastructure with people. We hired great people. It took a while, but we are now super solid and that, you know, and everyone has their own area of expertise, and that is um what they really helped carry. who has been incredible uh, in in running this business. They helped carry. They partnered with Carrie. Um, and together, a new team is is at play here in the company. And so we got our act together and we really created an incredible foundation that now, we just have to execute. And that's why and that's what you're seeing with this expansion. It, it needed to we need to get our house in order and build the team where that's behind us now. And now we're we're in the we're in the next inning.
0: What was that experience like taking on money after doing it on your own for so many years? You know, Main Post obviously has investments in other beauty businesses, but it's not necessarily as obvious as some of the other players out there. Why were they right for you?
1: First of all, um, it's a it's a it's it's an, it's a vibe, right? It's like, yes, we can get along with these people. Yes, we trust them, yes, we believe in them, yes, we like them. And they are um, and we were right, right? We nailed it. Um it was, it has been um a partnership, and they also, so they have the smarts and then. They also have our company is a culture too, right? There is a difference, and I've learned this that that, co- that businesses companies have a certain kind of culture. You know, our culture was a is a perfect match and fit for main post. And because they have a similar culture. And it's it's and they just basically it was a synergy uh with them. And they helped. They gather, They understand our culture and they help perpetuate it. So when we hired people, um, you know, we're not, you know, we, we are in social media, but we know that, yeah, and TikTok's important. Of course, I have videos on TikTok. I'm talking about how, I'm talking about the myth of cycling. Cycling is so big right now.
0: But, so big. I mean,
1: so big. But let me tell you, the dermatologist, so flawed. And, I, and, and by the way, here I go. I'm, I'm on it. But there is tell a better me. way. Let me tell you.
0: Yes, okay. I want to know. I feel like I've been hearing that from well, every dermatologist, every PR pitch. Yeah. I read that skin cycling is like the number one trending Google search besides Tretinoin.
1: Yeah, I understand that, by the way. And what was it three months ago? Slugging. Slugging. Remember slugging? Yep. With, with putting, on, putting on like Vaseline on your face. Well, no one does that anymore. <laughs> it came and went, right? It, it's like, oh, yeah. Well, here we go again. It's not gonna change. Let me tell you why, really simple. The bottom line is, Priya, that it is not, and here's my take on it. And this is the new thing, my spin, my idea of cycling is this. It is not not good for the skin. It's not how you get the best results to use a daily product and use it several times a week. Instead, products that are intended to be used every single day, well those products are tested and approved in that uses directed modality, right? And that's the way they're, they're supposed to be used. So products sometimes were too strong for example, that's what happened. These hyped those BHA products. People were getting red and irritated and red skins a red flag, right? So 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 a lot of cycling was born out of the fact that hey, these products are too harsh to use every day. Let's use them a couple times a week instead. It was it was sort of that born out of like, how do we save face? No pun intended. Um, and use a product and still not have returns, etc. And then it grew into this idea: well, let's just try to like create this gimmicky kind of way to use an ingredient these days, another ingredient on other days, then then moisturize on these days, and then take a rest and then repeat. That's not how it works. Active ingredients are designed to be used every single day. So. When, you're, when instead you're going to use a retinol twice a week instead of every single day, you are not going to get the same results. It is, in fact, it's, it's, it's kind of silly to think you could. So you don't cycle, here's my, here's my new information. The key thing is not cycling, it's boosting. That's the thing. If I'm calling the skin boosting. This is the way you do it as a dermatologist. Yes, you find your everyday products to use. And by the way, if they're too harsh or with a particular ingredient, you got to find another product that suits your skin type. Don't just take that ingredient and, and, um, and use it less, less frequently. It's not going to work. The skin wants daily treatment with these ingredients. So find your daily treatment and cycle in powerful products that you, you cycle with that are boosting your skin that are literally too strong to use every day. And that's what people come into practices for. They come to dermatologists for those more powerful treatments while they maintain their skin regimen. Now you can do that at home. So what what you're gonna start to use several times a week is not your everyday product that you've now switched to being a product you use less than daily um, in in this, this new thing called cycling. No, find your everyday products, add in, products several times a week that boost you things like a retinol peel okay that's huge retinol is an incredible ingredient i have a product it's called it is called the retinol peel there's no peeling there's no downtime that's my motto and that's my um my 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 approach to to skincare formulation still no downtime but but it's only designed to be used like on sundays and wednesdays it's a powerful dose right that's the skin loves daily treatment it's like an exercise routine. You know what? I'm, I'm going to stay with my routine, but today I'm going to do a little bit more, you know? And you don't, you don't do it a couple of times a week and get sore. What you do is you do it something every day. This is how and muscle and skin, by the way, say, share some similarities. You do something, your routine daily, and then you, you add in things that are a little bit more boosted. So retinol peel is a great example. You might add in certain masks, um, and that's what you cycle with. Uh, you add. You could add in higher strength acid peels. You could add in steam rooms, and we have a steamer that's that's doing incredibly well. Steaming is a great thing, and at-home steamer is a great way to um, to use a cycle method. But do that twice a week. Get an at-home facial for yourself. You know, work on those pores. Cycle with more higher dose, boosted, stronger products. Boost. That's this, That's that's really what cycling is. Uh, that's how it works best.
0: It almost sounds like, Dennis, that you're not all about what other founders are like, which is about sell, sell, sell. You know, obviously you want the repeat, you want the loyalists to come back, but it's not like you're pushing product, it seems like. I mean, especially when you're talking about, oh, just use this twice a week, or maybe use this once a week, or you don't need this. You know, it seems very like, you know, casual almost, a little bit hands off. Would you describe yourself that way?
1: I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's all I am, you know. I talk like a doctor. Really, I'm telling you what's I'm telling you, what's fact, what is what is true of skin, what is the biology of skin, what is the right way to do it, how to get the best results, and that's all there is to it. You know, we are we are a tried and true clinical skincare brand, and the truth is, cycling. I think just isn't it intuitively kind of silly to think that you're going to get the same results using a product designed and tested to be used every day, and now say I'm gonna use it twice a week. It doesn't work that way. And more and on a greater concept, a greater note, let me tell you some science real quick. There are things called receptors in the skin for ingredients, right? And receptors are like the gateway, they're the doorway to ingredients. And every single active ingredient, they have their own receptors, something like it in any event, like a doorway, a gateway. And the way you do it is you wanna saturate receptors, you wanna give the right dose, the right concentration on a daily basis, it's not any different than, let me ask you this, think about it. A person has um, a sluggish thyroid, hypothyroid, right? Or a person um, has high blood pressure or a person has um, high, they're hyperglycemic, right? They take medications to correct an underlying condition on an everyday basis. Could they get the same results if they only took it like twice a week and cycled with it? That's not how it works. Skin is no different. Receptors are, are really key to human body. So there's no difference in your skincare routine and the science of dermatology and the science of skincare. Skin is an organ. Skin is tissue. Skin is cellular. And the same principles at, are at play when you talk about skincare science and formulas and chemistry as it is for anything else in the human body. Daily gets the job done. And then boost.
0: So, Dennis, you're still a practicing dermatologist. How much time do you actually have to do both of these things? Like, what is your day like?
1: My day, okay. Um, so, I am. Um, I'm busy, and <laughs> so I see patients. And I also have carved out time for lots of other things. I'm doing a lot of R and D right now. Um, I am working on my own molecules. I want to, I'm working on inventing new ingredients. And I'm also, that's 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 a tall task, but I'm also um just developing new products. I'm interfacing with the press and the public quite a bit because my teaching um is really uh still um a big part of our brand identity. And I don't sell. You're right. So what do I do during the day? I'm a class I'm a practicing physician. I do I do all the, I'm big in cosmetics. I do the fillers and Botox. We do lasers, still do signature peels. Um, And then I also do, you know, I check for skin cancers. I still have that in my life. I love finding things and catching things and saving lives and preventing skin cancer, which is why I didn't stay in research. um, When I was a skin cancer researcher, I wanted to catch moles before they turned into melanomas and spread and terrible stuff. So... um, that's still a passion, and we do it. I have an incredible associates now. I have a big, great team, um, handpicked, and just we're we're doing great service. Uh, and then I spend my time in developing products. And so, how do I spend my week? Is really the, the way to go. Um, I carve out mornings, certain times of the week. I carve out afternoons. I'm on with, um, I'm on with Australia. Um, you know, in the evening, the time zone changes makes life easy for me. Uh, we were doing great in Australia um, and what an incredible market. And by the way, there, my name um, started because of my uh, my, my my work in, in melanoma, Australia, as an epidemic of, of skin cancer. Um, they had a big hose, ozone layer, uh, hole in their ozone. So there was extra ultraviolet light in their environment. They're fair skinned individuals. Um, long story short, I was involved in a campaign that became a national sunscreen campaign in uh in australia and they knew my name and um so everything has just come together my week is spent by um just working on on creating new products working on teaching and seeing patients and that is um how i divvy up my time
0: looking forward dennis you know i know you said that you obviously are going global you are building molecules you're coming out with new innovation but when you think about your goals for 2023 or 2024 or the rest of your life, what do you want this brand to be?
1: I want it to be more of the same, but bigger. Um, and that's exactly how we are proceeding. Um, the, the, the company, the brand, um, I think we are um on the march and we don't have to do anything different, just stay stay uh true to our purpose and our cause and our values. And um, it's really been incredible. We are, we are um, now really, really, really working on all, uh, with all gears in, in motion here. Um, and so it's just, I think we're we've we hit a critical mass. And now it's um it's just an explosive type of growth that is um exciting as it can be. So you know um, we just have to c- just keep doing what we're doing. And that actually, um, the hard part's over, I think. you know. I mean, I've, yeah, I feel a lot of pressure to come up with another hit product all the time. But by the way, um, our retinol relaunch um, last year was a resounding success and still growing. And there, the concept, the innovation was retinol was irritating people. And I had to figure out, well, what's going on? It was, it was that it was irritating the moisture barrier. It was breaking down that vital top top layer of skin and people were losing moisture and then they get inflamed and irritated. And inflammation is a key thing to avoid. So I added other ingredients that protect the, the, the moisture barrier. The alpha beta peel, our clinical studies show that the word peel could scare people, but it actually improves the moisture barrier. And so vitamin C, same kind of thing. Moisture barrier is protected by the addition of lactic acid. Who'd ever thought But the addition of a different, and that's where great R&D comes in and great clinical studies. And we're doing all that. And that's a big part of my week. Um, evaluating data, making the new question to ask, and then giving the answer. So um, what we're doing, what I'm going to do is the same, exactly the same. And everyone's going to just, everyone's got their job. and. We're hiring more people, and we are just growing. And um, I see 2023 as just being a bigger, better picture of 2022. COVID was an issue. Um, the um, the economy is certainly an issue. We have our challenges as well. It's not all you know, just like that simple, you know. But let me tell you, I I know from working with patients and working with the public and doing events in stores. When money gets tight, that's when people want real results. They don't really care how much dancing on TikTok a a product has behind it. They want to make sure that if they're going to invest in in a product, they want results. This is our moment again, because that's what we do. We get results.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Gross. It was so amazing having you. All the best for the end of the year and 2023.
1: Thanks so much, Pia. My
0: pleasure too. Thank you so much for listening to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Tune in next week for another episode. And of course, that means if you haven't subscribed, please hit that button.